Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hey there, welcome to episode number six. Today we are going to discuss carefrontation and doing what the fuck you want to do. So the other day I was walking my dog in my neighborhood and if you know Brooklyn, you know that brownstones are typically gated in the front. But after the gate, there's a little curb or a step that typically separates your yard from the sidewalk. So my dog, for whatever reason, he likes to use that curb like a tree. And this curb goes from yard to yard, from house to house. And he he likes to use it like a tree because we don't have a lot of trees on our street. I've also seen other dogs use the curb like a tree. Um, so while work while walking my dog, I heard a lady say miss, but I didn't really know who she was talking to. So I just kept walking and she reaches me and tells me, I can't allow my dog to pee on that curb. Um, so I tell her no, because it is a public space. It's a sidewalk and I'll keep on doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Now I was a little frustrated because lady shut the fuck up, you know, um, and mind your business. And number two, if you know, New York, you know, it's dirty and there's constantly trash everywhere. And number three, where can my dog in a city where there's mostly concrete pee at? They're going to pee on the concrete and that's just what it is. And if I'm not in your yard, you don't have to worry about it. If I'm outside of your yard peeing, you don't have no say. So I thought about the situation. I realized that though I don't like confrontation, I never shied away from it. You know, my mom used to be kind of confrontational and you know, black households, I can't be confrontational back, but I can be subversive. So I would say, yes, do whatever I need to do to quell the situation. But ultimately I'm doing what I want. Uh, You know, when I first started working, I worked with a lot of white women. And if you are a black woman in corporate or any type of organization, you work with white women, you know, that it is constantly you telling them that they don't have authority over you. So I'd never allow them to talk to me in any kind of way, to demand anything, especially if we were coworkers. Um, and, and I would even go so far as boyfriends. All of them wanted to design the pace of the relationship or the structure of the relationship or how they wanted me to, to, to behave in the relationship. And for me, I just never allowed it. I never allowed people to impede on the things that I needed and wanted. But the only thing is, even though I never allowed them to disrespect me in that type of way, I suffer with some sort of guilt about saying no or saying you can't do that or saying I'm not going to do that. And I realize that's because of my relationship with my parents. Um, But I'd even go so far as to ask, why do folks think that they can do this to me? Like, why do they think that I'm the one? And I had to get settled with two thoughts. And I hope that these thoughts are going to help you um throughout your life something that you can help you know something that you can reflect on and number one I had to understand confrontation as carefrontation and number two no one is signaling me out all humans want what they want and they convince and manipulate and exploit or even try to use non-existent authority to get you to do things that are pleasing to them you know we all want what we want and people will go far to get it
So when I talk about carefrontation, I do so while recognizing my dramatic healing sister, Miss Ayala. Um, she may be the originator, but all, or just a user of this term, but I got this term from her. And she defined carefrontation as caring enough for yourself to confront others when you and or your boundaries are disrespected. And I thought that was such a good concept and such a great space to place confrontation. You're placing confrontation in care. And I thought this was a great word for people who suffer with anxiety or people who are averse to confrontation or folks whose parents taught them to feel bad once they declare or recognize their boundaries. You know, these group of people have been shown in some way or another that speaking up when they are hurt or violated is wrong or if they speak up, they will be retaliated against. And when you place confrontation in the framework of carefrontation, it does a lot for this specific group. It changes the focus from the other and their response to your boundary or your no into focusing on how you want to feel and how you want to be protected and cared for in love. Carefrontation starts from the self. And I like that. I like confrontation, in my opinion, you are thinking about the other, but carefrontation um, in, in the way that I view it, it stems from the self. It says that I think of myself as gentle, as precious, or as valuable, and I can't allow you to muddy that up. You know, I can't allow you to think that this type of behavior is okay. I can't allow you to think that you have authority over me, over my body, over my thoughts when you don't. I can't allow you to talk to me that way because I care for myself so much. I care for myself so, so much that I will do anything to preserve my gentleness. And that is what carefrontation is. Carefrontation is from a, pay, a place of love. You love yourself so much that with every interaction and space you enter in, you notify those around you of how you want to be treat, treated, what your standards are. Because when you're treated well, you can give your best self. You can love better. However, when you are treated unwell, you can't give them shit. There won't be anything that they can glean from this type of relationship. So this is a beneficial thing for yourself, but it's also a beneficial thing for others. Because if you treat me right, you're going to get my best self. Now, carefrontation can be used on two groups, people who you love and strangers. People who you love can get tact, can get kindness or the benefit of the doubt. However, you should still be strong in your resolve. You know, you can't allow people who you love to guilt you, anger you or shame you out of your needs. And I'm going to I'm going to give an example. There are many examples that you can use um, in this framework. So my example is you have a girlfriend and she wants to set you up with different guys. You tell her your needs and though she states she will honor them, she doesn't. In her mind, she knows best. So she bypasses all of your standards to get you on a date with someone who she thinks is better for you. You go on the date and realize that he has nothing on your list. Now you have several options out of this scenario. One, you can sweep it under the rug and never ask her to set you up. You know, you can just bypass the, the problem. Number two, you can have a phone call or in-person 
um, dialogue with her and tell her that while you appreciate her efforts, she did not listen to anything you said. So you don't want to be set up like that again. Or you can say the same thing and give your friend another chance to choose a date based on what you like. So option number one is an option when you don't feel like arguing, you know, sweeping it under the rug. Uh, You may not feel like arguing with your friend, um, but you are taking off dating or the possibility of her setting you up off the table. Um, This works, but it doesn't always articulate um, that you have boundaries and it doesn't articulate that your boundaries have to be respected from your friends. It's just telling them that you will um, you will solve the problem for them instead of them respecting you. Option number two, it articulates their appreciation, but it notifies the friend that she can't bypass her friend's standard like that again. All right. You're telling your friend that, A, the effort, A1, But when I say that I want something or I need something or these are my boundaries and these are my standards, you have to honor them as as a friend because what friend listens to their friend and it just ignores, ignores what she has to say. That's not a friend who cares about your opinion, cares about your point of view. That's just something that you can't have. Now, people, let's say, you choose option number two and your friend gets offended and she's like, you know, I know better. You, your standards are too high. You have, you won't get a man if you don't, you know, be flexible with your fan, your standards. And they try to shame you or guilt you out of your needs. Let's say that happens. Now people with loose boundaries and who are afraid of confrontation may succumb to her guilt. They may even try to people please and say, well, I'll be open to new things. You know, I know you meant well, I'll try it out. He, he actually seemed kind of fun. You know, you will, you will soften things up. You will make someone who is, you know, destroying your boundaries or or ignoring your boundaries. You will make them feel better. Whereas people with strong boundaries, which I teach you about. Um, boundaries in the episode the power of no they aren't afraid of confrontation they'll insist that she respects your needs or they'll just stop the process and decide that topics regarding men and standards are off the table since you can't respect what I need and since we have different ideas of what my standards are that topic we're no longer taking taking that we're not we're no longer doing that that's off the table so when you're carefronting, you're understanding yourself and you're helping people understand you as well. Now, if they don't want to understand you or your needs or your boundaries, you probably don't want them around. However, when they do want to understand you, this, like I said, this creates space for more love. You will get more love from me if you create an environment where I feel comfortable and peaceful and I feel respected. That's just a given. And now the next group that I would talk about carefrontating or carefrontation is strangers and associates. You know, the truth is, like I said before, we live in an exploitative society 
and this society teaches us exploitative ways and those nasty habits strangers have them you know strangers like to tell you what to do they like to try to regulate you they try to tell you you know how you should live your life how you should use your body and if you are a marginalized group you'll notice that strangers tend to feel more comfortable with doing it to you and you know it's because of the history and how folks commodify or demean certain bodies you know the legacy of that and how folks truly believe that they can control you so as a marginalized group member it will feel like more people are trying to violate you than others than other groups and honestly that can be true that can be true however when you are um having these instances with strangers you can't see that as a character flaw oh it's my reason it's it's because of me it's because of my presence it's because of my attitude or my confidence or how i look or any no it has nothing to do with you it is how behavior how society has trained their behavior they have trained people to look at certain bodies and think that they have access to it and it can be infuriating at times and it may even be tiring it's exhausting um and this specifically happens a lot at work but as a marginalized person you have to take the decision you have to make the decision that this is going to be a task that you're going to be stuck with for life and i know i know i know it's like damn bro like being black being a woman being trans being lgbtq plus being um a being a person who is disabled like those things you know shouldn't be the reason why you're disrespected but it, it is so like brushing your teeth like you decided that you would have to brush your teeth daily because it keeps your teeth health healthy you're gonna have to decide that you're gonna be okay with confrontation because it makes you healthy it makes you healthy. It makes you feel good. It makes you spiritually fulfilled. Like, so you do things to make sure that your physical health is in shape. You're going to have to do things to make sure that your mental health is in shape. And confrontation is one of those things. So with strangers, I don't typically extend grace. Um, strangers can get abrupt nose. They can get cursed the hell out. They can be made uncomfortable. They can get my mean self because in my mind, it takes a lot of gall to tell someone you don't know how they should or should not behave. I mean, you as a person can feel nervous just saying hi to a stranger but if you can even get past the high to a stranger to eat, to go as far as telling them how or what to do in their world, in their life, with their body, that's a lot of gall. And if you have that much audacity, I have the same. I can give it back to you. Now, I can see if a person is doing something that impedes on your humanity or your happiness. Like if you violated my body, I'm not going to sit there and be quiet. You know, I can see 
telling a stranger like, nah, you can't do that because you, you are impeding on my humanity or my happiness. But anything outside of that can get fiery rage. And hopefully after they meet you, they learn to leave other marginalized people or just people in general alone. So I'll reiterate, the point of confrontation is to get what the fuck you need. It's to help you be okay with confrontation. It's to help you be okay and to release the guilt or the shame you feel after confronting people. Because you have to realize that you are your best and sometimes only advocate. And if you don't confront, if you don't speak up, if you don't have a healthy relationship with confrontation, you'll suffer. You will suffer. The truth is, like I said before, we live in an exploitative society that teaches us exploitative ways. And if you decide to lay on the floor, I assure you that someone will have no problem stumping all over you. I mean, it's free. You laid on the ground. Why not? So on that note, I ask you to take care. And if someone is doing something that violates you in any way, don't hesitate to care front them. Love you, Charlie. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.